Tara Reid worked in then-Senator Joe Biden's office. She says a supervisor asked her to deliver Biden his gym bag, and he assaulted her in the Capitol Hill hallway. I remember the coldness of the wall, and I remember his hands underneath my bus and underneath my skirt, and his fingers penetrating me as he was kiss trying to kiss me. Reid's allegations have expanded over time. Last year, she told a Northern California newspaper that Biden, quote, used to put his hand on my shoulder and run his finger up my neck. I would just kind of freeze. The pandemic is far from confident enough to end or loosen up stay-at-home orders. Your CBS's Steve Futterman. States Iowa, the Hawkeye State's Governor Kim Reynolds says some people may be reluctant to return to old habits. For now, doing something as normal as going to the store or going out for dinner may seem foreign to us. You might even feel apprehensive. Other states easing restrictions include Texas. It will allow restaurants to reopen, but only at 25% capacity. Steve Futterman, CBS News. is to abandon all social distancing, to pretend like we are done with COVID-19. Republican lawmakers say they'll sue to reopen Michigan sooner. The New Orleans... You can be excused if you don't know because Stephanie Grisham did not hold a single news briefing in her nine months on the job. Her successor, Kaylee McEnany, says she's going to break that streak later today. Checking the markets before the opening bell down. He might impose new tariffs on China. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During these challenging times, our commitment to providing you with the best mortgage experience remains. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. Mortgage rates remain near historic lows. If you think that now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. We understand that these are uncertain times. And while we are all looking for answers, we know many of you are also looking for help. That's why Liberty Mutual is automatically refunding a portion of our customers' personal auto insurance premiums. We're also offering flexible payment options for those who have been financially affected by the crisis. In these uncertain times, we want you to know we are here to help. Learn more about what Liberty Mutual is doing at libertymutual.com slash COVID-19. Looks like there's something for almost everyone at this auction. Sotheby's and Google are auctioning off a chance to record a song with Sting on Google Meet. If politics are your bag, you can bid on a virtual cup of coffee with Hillary Clinton or Madeleine Albright. Downton fans can visit High Clare Castle online. There is got it under control. Hugh Bonneville, Elizabeth McGovern, Julian Fellows, and the Earl and Countess of Carnarvon are the tour guides. Bidding continues for a week. The money supports the International Rescue Committee's efforts to combat the coronavirus in vulnerable communities. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. NASA still hopes to land Americans on the moon again by the end of 2024, and we now know who built the lunar landing hardware. The space agency says it'll pay Blue Origin, SpaceX, and Dynamics and their partners a combined $1 billion for the spacecraft and the rockets to get it there. I'm Peter King, CBS News. During these unprecedented times, we know you're all worried about your family's health, your job, and paying your bills. Stop the endless debt cycle, especially now. 
Be proactive and take advantage of unique programs in place to help you get free of your debt. Don't wait for the bills to pile up and the banks to breathe down your neck. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get free of credit card debt, internet and signature loans, and even timeshares. You pay only a fraction of what you owe and they even offer a guarantee. Call now at 800-899-8922 to see if you can qualify and receive a free book written by our CEO, the Debt Dietitian. A-plus rated, Total Financial Freedom has helped Thousands get debt relief without considering bankruptcy. During these stressful times, debt doesn't need to add to it. Call now, 800-899-8922. And get your free copy of the book to help you at 800-899-8922. That's 800-899-8922. Good work takes hard work. Acre after acre, year after year, since 1916, durable Gravely tractors, mowers, and equipment are still working hard. Since 1948, Gravely has been working hard at Wakefield Garage, located one mile east of Albany. See the line of zero turns, stand on, walk behind mowers, and get your next hard-working, extremely durable Gravely at Wakefield Garage. Wakefield's also has complete service on riding and push mowers and blade sharpening. Wakefield Garage, 3747 M.O. Road, 740-593-3815. Gravely Equipment, built around you. In association with Gruiser Realty and Building. Larry Conrath, he sells commercial property. Larry Conrath, he sells commercial property. Larry Conrath, he sells commercial property. 5913015. What was that number again? I said. Five nine one three zero one five. Say goodnight to frozen folded eggs and barely there bacon, America. Cause Wendy's is now serving up breakfast, and it's gonna be America's favorite. I just don't know it. These are a few of my favorite things. We're talking freshly cracked eggs, oven cooked bacon. How did I even do mornings before this breakfast goodness? Try your new favorite breakfast baconator, the frosty chino and the honey butter chicken biscuit today. Drive through or order delivery by 10 a.m. You up for this? Delivery and select markets are participating Wendy's. Please may apply. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's not, it's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really... Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your house, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to Make It Happen. Introducing the limited edition Budweiser Discovery Reserve. Brewed to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. An American red lager with a light, hoppy aroma, followed by a hint of toffee and a crisp finish. Inspired by our archival recipe from the time of the Apollo missions. Enjoy responsible 2019 Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Discovery Reserve American Red Lager, Alien, Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. one of machines little Dave, things the Dave machine. yeah one of his thoughts that comes up every now and then but what's it mean i have no idea okay well <laughs> folks i'm going to keep you in mystery and not tell you about it okay but, uh, once in a while we see these little notes left around <laughs> and you have to wonder what the hell <laughs> anyway did i say that I did. yes you okay. did what okay. the <laughs> okay good morning folks 
can tell that it's, uh, we're glad that it's a Friday so we can have a break. Uh, there's no, um, that's absolutely the truth. Um, you know, we have a staff of uh, 33 people. Um, in the last week I've seen six. You know what I mean? Um, we're doing our best out here to um, be aware of all of the cautious, uh, you know what I mean. Um, a large, uh, uh, let's see, what can I say? So I said, I said six, right? Yeah, uh, yes. There's another six that are, for the most part, working from home. And you walk by their computers, and they can remote in using the Internet. And you'll see the computers functioning. Right? Mm-hmm. Cursor like moving all over the screen. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Mercy, there was one desk that that hasn't been touched for probably what four or five weeks, and last night they must have come in, <laughs> probably to get the billing out because uh, you know we send bills out on the first of uh, the month to our all our great advertisers, who we're very blessed to have, and that desk is absolutely perfectly spotless today I noticed that well how could you help <laughs> yeah night and day. yeah <laughs> um, like someone took a wind blower on that or leaf blower I guess it is and just whoop, all of it well anyway it's um, <laughs> such a change <laughs> okay Listen, um, let's, let's get going here. I'm, I'm sort of started off off balance, and I'm, I'd like to get back on track here. Um, good morning. It's a Friday edition. Today is the 1st of May. That's right, May 1st. May Day. May Day. See, now, what, what's the deal with May Day? Is it um, now like Cinco de Mayo? You know, we know that's a big deal coming up here in a few days in the Mexican uh, celebrations and all that, right? Yes. Okay. Is it, what's the deal with me? Well, it, according to Wikipedia, is an, it's an, an ancient festival of spring and a current traditional spring holiday in many European cultures. Dances, singing, and cake are usually part of the festivities. Now, what is the purpose of May Day? It's a celebration with a long and varied history dating back millennia. Throughout, uh, throughout the years, there have been many different events and festivities worldwide, most with the express purpose of welcoming in a change of season, meaning spring in the Northern Hemisphere. So, how about that? We celebrate spring on May Day. I like to way before that <laughs> I'm a warm weather person so well, I like that I you know I I don't mind winter I would I certainly prefer yeah I don't mind it either yeah um, but that's yeah, gen the general thought is for the celebration of the return of spring in the ancient cultures well, and, and agricultural rituals good there you go what else is it? Today is School Principals Day. That certainly is different this year. What with um, in-home schooling and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Going on. It's National Space Day. It's School Lunch Hero Day. That one also affected by kids not being in school, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Delivering meals. I don't know what it means. School lunch hero. Well, anyway, 
National Mother Goose Day, National Loyalty Day, National Chocolate Parfait Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. It's a Law Day. All you lawyers get to celebrate, I guess. And it's Silver Star Service Banner Day. Lots of them there. Yeah. You ready for School Lunch Hero Day, what it is? Okay. A chance to showcase the difference school nutrition professionals make for every child who comes through the cafeteria. Oh, okay. That's worth it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. And uh, I, I have something else on May Day that might be interesting. Um, where did May Day start? Well, this says Chicago. On May 1st, 1886, more than 300,000 workers and 13,000 businesses across the United States walked off their jobs in the first May Day celebration in history. In Chicago, the epicenter for the eight-hour day agitators, 40,000 went out on strike with the anarchists in the forefront of the public's eye. Yeah. Folks, I... I think I've mentioned this uh, once or twice over the last month, maybe more. Um, but I, I decided when this uh, uh, whole thing broke out, the COVID-19 coronavirus, however you choose to refer to it, I, I, I'm not sure I had any idea how long it would last or anything, but just for kicks, I stopped shaving. <laughs> and um, um, and of course, as we all know, um, you can't get a haircut. Um, not in a salon or a barber shop, anyway. Right. Yeah. pretty bad man <laughs> I, it's so um, now I looked like this uh, for a while back in uh, college days you know in fact I looked much worse back then. but um, and, and that was my Wyoming period as you all know uh, anyway but um, this is uh, really weird <laughs> Scruffy times. Eventually here we'll get it cleaned up. But there's confusion about all of this. And I think uh, just in the last 24 hours, there's a lot of confusion. (coughs) So, as you know, we air every day the uh, governor's um, briefing on how we're dealing with the coronavirus situation here in the state of Ohio. Amy Acton, Lieutenant Governor, all these folks. And they have guests once in a while as two. Uh, as well as two. Uh, A-S-T-O-O. Where did that come from? Okay. Well, I don't know. Um, okay, so, <laughs> you know, yesterday, I was under the impression that Starting on Monday, that is May 4th, um, some things were going to start to be allowed to come back to a bit of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Which they are. This morning, I received a story that says Ohio's stay-at-home order is being extended four additional weeks to May 29th. Yes. Um, in terms of that, but, uh, apparently the order does nothing to stop the governor's move to reopen the state, which, uh, they're saying that non-essential medical procedures can begin today. Um, and then May 4th, manufacturing, distribution, and construction businesses can reopen, as can general office environments, although allowing work-from-home situations is strongly encouraged. Well, Anyway, I, I was getting the impression that um, on Monday, maybe uh, 
some restaurants were going to start to open, but with the nope. social distancing. And nope. Going, what now? Nope. Mm-mm. Not according to the order signed by Dr. Acton. Those are going to be the last things to open, apparently, from what I've been hearing on the governor's okay, press so briefings. This headline that I just read to you, Ohio stay-at-home order is being extended four additional weeks to May 29th. Officials announced late Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. When this the order... Was, this would have been after that news conference. Correct. Yeah, it was signed late last night by uh, Dr. Amy Acton, the director of okay. Ohio right. Health. Well, I, I just guess I'm confused. Yeah, you, you know, the, the uh, drive-throughs and carry-out curbside pickup, that is still allowed, oh, sure. going to happen. But as far as dining rooms opening, uh, from what I've been hearing on those press briefings, those are going to be some of the last things to open. Now, I did hear that there's a restaurant in Columbus that apparently is going to defy this order and try to open up, but the governor is strongly discouraging that. So um, don't know if there's going to be any ramifications about that opening or not. My guess is there probably will be. I know you're probably tired of hearing us and others talk about this topic. Um, it is important. So, you know, I keep this... Excel spreadsheet and I've been keeping it for over a month and every day I update the figures as of approximately 2 p.m. and I go to several different listings on the web so I have the world stats I have the United States statistics I have of course the Ohio stuff which is released each day at 2. And then, of course, Athens. Um, our county, that is. Uh, and I'm pleased, to, very th thrilled to say, you know, we've had nothing new in, what, three or four weeks now. Uh, we've had three cases overall, one resulting in a death. But um, It's, there's been no activity here. No. Yes. Knock on wood. Yes. Don't change now. Um, I'm, I'm going to say in a month. Okay. Well, the point is that um, if you look at the website I use for the world statistics, it changes every few hours. So just picking this 2 o'clock day, as of 2 o'clock each day, I do this sheet. Okay. So, um, I think I've shared this with you before. The world. There are 7.8 billion people. first case was discovered on November 19th of 2019. To date, there have been 3,210,000 cases, so 3.2 million cases. When you blend that against the world's population, that is four-tenths of a percent. No, 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 no. That'd be hundreds, right? Mm-hmm. Four hundredths of a percent. Deaths worldwide, 228,000 people. That's remarkable. That means 7% of those that got it died. 7.1%. As of yesterday, 986,000 people had recovered. 
which is 30.72%. So 30.7% have gone through it and now are considered recovered, right? Or done. Okay, that's yesterday. Now, the United States, <coughs> excuse me, has 327 million people in it. That is 4.2% of the world's population. Did you realize we were that small? I, I don't think I'd ever thought about this. Well, probably not, because we think of, you know, the populated cities and in, in our country, and, you know, it's nothing compared to Plus you know, it's Asia. Large, I mean, yeah. Physically. Territorially. Territorially, whatever word you want to use. Yeah. We're a pretty big nation. Oh, yeah, and you, you count Alaska in there, too. I mean, Absolutely. you know, Alaska's huge. But compared to the Asian countries, yeah. Anyway, our population for our nation is 4.2% of the world population. I, th I think that's amazing. Anyway, uh, as I understand it, the first case in the U.S. was uh, February 5th. Okay. Now. Today is May 1st. As of yesterday, there have been 1,070,000 cases, period, which represents 0.3%. So uh, a third of 1%. Very small number, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, but still, I mean, if you're one of those people, tough, tough situation. Mm -hmm. okay, Absolutely. On. Okay. Of the 1,070,000 cases, there have been 61,700 deaths. That is 5.7, almost 5.8%. Remember now, in the world, it was 7.1% died. Is that, uh, can we attribute to that lower percentage to better healthcare systems? But I, you know what I mean, whatever. But it's still 57 um, almost 5.8% died. To date, in, in this recovery thing is a little... I have a feeling the recovery numbers are low because they just haven't kept track of that to my liking. For example, the state of Ohio doesn't report it at all. In spite of my complaints. But it, or suggestions, rather. Uh, okay, so... But it is believed that in the U.S. there are 127,000 that are recovered. That represents 11 point, I'm going to round it off, 11.9% have recovered. Okay, Ohio. Um, we have 11,690,000. So of the nation, that's 3.6%. Ohio's population represents 3.6% of our nation's population. First case in Ohio, March 1st, two months ago. Um, cases to date. 18,027. That is 0.1 Which is about the half of the number for the, the nation. 
that's a good number, but it's still tough if you're one of them. Mm -hmm. 18,027. Now, just for, for kicks, and I do this daily, yesterday, um, the number of cases jumped 724. So, new cases, yesterday, 724. Okay, now, they don't give this figure regularly, but um, the last time they did. How many of those are healthcare workers? It's almost exactly 20%. Mm. And needless to say, we, we've all said what heroes they are, you know, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, they are far more exposed to it doing their jobs and consequently 20% of the cases are that of healthcare workers okay let's go on so of those that um, of the cases that exist 5.7% or 1,035 yesterday are in ICU intensive care unit 2,498, so that's just say 2,500, or 13.9% are in regular hospital setting, uh, which means there's 11,379 not in the hospital. That's 63% are dealing with it at home. So far in the state of Ohio, 975 deaths. That's 5.4%, very similar to the U.S. percentage. Um, in the state of Ohio, 56% of those cases are male, 43% female. The median age, 51 years of age. And then using my national figure of 11.87% recovery, that means that of the 18,000 that have been diagnosed in Ohio, 2,140, we presume, resume, have recovered. Okay, so I do this daily just to try to uh, the, the idea behind it, for me at least, is, uh, again, being a stats guy. These are shocking numbers, but they're also, when you look at overall numbers, there's some encouragement that it's a very small percentage. Mm -hmm. Okay? But it is encouragement. Yeah. And, frankly, we can... Use all the encouragement we can get yeah. through all of this. We have a caller. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Dave. I'm sorry to interrupt your quantitative methods lecture. But, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I had a question. It's a news question. I think it was like Tuesday evening. I want to say around 7. There was a uh, semi that rolled over on the ramp coming from, uh, 50 west up onto the uh, bridge across the Hawking there at the uh, wastewater treatment plant rolled over on its left and banged into the what the uh, banister parapet what uh, whatever barrier there on the side okay. and it made a hell of a noise because I'm your neighbor over here and I was out working in the front yard and a man yeah. <laughs> it was like something happened and uh, I happened to drive by there and uh, everybody was out there, con including Richland Avenue, sure. uh, fire department, local police, state patrol, you name it. And I didn't see anything in the paper. Well, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, um, they're doing some repairs there. And so they've got some lane changes with barrels and things. Plus it, if you recall that night, wasn't it really windy? Uh, I don't think it was. Okay, maybe maybe I'm getting my nights confused, but um, it was fairly calm, as I recall. But it looked like somebody, w the whoever was driving that truck, might have come up there way too fast. Okay, 
because it's right there before the barrels start. Okay. I think you know it's it was on the you know just as you get to the bridge across the Hawking, headed north on thirty three, and you you know, yeah. and right after that you can turn right to get off East State there by Applebee's, or you can go north on thirty three. Well, you know, I can't speak for the newspaper. Um, I do know we receive each morning sort of a email from the sheriff's department and different authorities saying uh, here's the activity of the last uh, I don't know 24 hours or something like that but uh, pro probably because there was no nobody was injured uh, I presume um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't have an answer for, for why they didn't cover it Oh, I just thought maybe you knew something about it. No, I don't. Because oh, okay. Well, sorry. Like I said. I got to figure that the lane changes and everything that are temporarily imposed there while they're doing maintenance, I think on the bridges and stuff. Yeah. Well, evidently calls in this matter are a small percentage of your, <laughs> of your calls. No, no. Don't take it it's probably 0.05% of Oh, I get it. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Uh, yabba-dabba-doo. Thank you. Yabba-dabba-doo, indeed. Okay. Bye-bye. 970-WATH. Um, I think I know who that was. Um, yeah, I, I know who it was, too. Yeah. And uh, one of my chums, actually. Except I don't recall his calling our show before. Oh, yeah. He's called. Has he? Yeah. A few times. I've, I've recognized who it is. That's how I remember that, anyway. Well, let's see here. <laughs> let's, um, let's do our, some of our normal free-for-all stuff. Um, historical events. Let's see here. Uh, in 1707, the Acts of Union comes into force, that uniting England and Scotland to form the United <coughs> Kingdom of Great Britain. 1707 on today's date. Eighteen forty one, the first emigrant wagon train leaves Independence, Missouri, headed for California. Let's see eighteen eighty six, United States General Strike for eight-hour working day begins. So this was a strike by laborers to encourage employers to limit their working days to typically eight hours. I'm assuming that that's what that was. Yeah, I think so. And on this date in 1931, the Empire State Building opened. Okay, we have another caller. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Um, I uh, did listen to uh, most of the 2 o'clock um, meetings from DeWine, yes. uh, but uh, you said something about later after that, yesterday evening, there was some kind of report of uh, extending the stay at home. Did I hear that right? That's correct. Uh, how long? Uh, to the end of May. Oh. Yep, through May 29th. May 29th. Is what the order says. Oh, well, see, I don't have cable and I don't have a smartphone, so I can't look this up. And I just caught it while I was trying to fix something to eat, and I just wanted to verify that. Well, this morning, as I was going through, through my something changed. <clears throat> Did you hear that? Nope. Oh, yeah, I heard that. But I... Are you still there, Colin? Yes, okay. I'm still here. Anyway, um, as I was going through my emails, I saw this story that had been sent to me 23 minutes before I was reading. And it said that last night they extended the stay-at-home order to May 29th. And I thought, wait a minute. That sounds so much different than what they said yesterday in that news conference. Exactly. But Scott says that it was said during the news conference and that 
my interpretation just was wrong. So no, it, it wasn't said during the news conference. It was uh, signed late last night. Yes. Kind of like the uh, don't go to the polls situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll let you get back to your numbers. Thank you very much. Uh, for. Well, I don't, my numbers are pretty much done. Well, maybe they are. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Thank you. Well, if you want to expand on that just a bit, too, about that order, it also goes on to say retail stores can reopen May 12th. Okay. Now they go on to say Franklin Park Mall and the shops at Fallen Timbers have both announced plans to reopen on that date. Stores that restrict their operations to curbside pickup, delivery, or appointment only can reopen today. The number of customers is limited to 10 at a time. Well, uh, so retail has to wait until the 12th. What did they say? It had to limit to 10 a day? Yeah, retail stores can reopen May 12th, but uh, the number of customers is limited to 10 at a time. Boy, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's... I mean, it it should be based on square footage. Okay, Which so a lot of places are doing, yes. Um, you know, if you go to Lowe's, they have some standard. And so as people exit the place, there's a person counting. Mm-hmm. And a person uh, then lets that same number in. Right. Same with Walmart and Kroger's. Okay. But it, um, it says stores that restrict their operations to curbside pickup, delivery, or appointment only can reopen today. However, retail must wait until May 12th. is reopening all these stores yeah stores that offer curbside pickup yep delivery or appointment only can reopen today okay. so that does so, not include a restaurant correct oh, I might have misinterpreted that yeah now they can still do it, it, they're talking about retail stores, not yeah. not restaurants. So, uh, you know, again, they say stores that offer pickup. Say you order something from pick a store, you know, if you can go pick it up, like right. Shel- like Shelly does at Friendly Paws. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Shelly's been open and doing business. Correct. But Marshall's has not. Correct. Okay, so I guess they're talking about more like that situation. Yeah, yeah. So if you call Marshalls and see something online, you want to order, call the store, see if they have it. If they do have it, then you can go down and pick it up outside the store if they're open. So you want to call ahead and make sure places are open first before you do that, obviously. Unless you just want to take a drive. Yeah. And, you know, we find ourselves doing that. Yep. Last night. can do? Yeah, pretty much. You know, order some food, go pick it up, something like that. We, we, okay, so years ago, some of you may remember um, a TV series on HBO called Deadwood. Okay. It is a fascinating show, even though the language is the worst, filthiest language you've ever heard. But because it's used so often, it kind of, it, you get into the story and stop hearing the language, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So this has been our go-to thing pretty much during this to my amazement, she had bought over the last few years all of the episodes, year by year series, and we have been playing those. And again, the language in them, um, it's it's a filthy show, 
with an amazing story. And I, I don't know if you'll think bad of me for saying all of that, but or watching it. But I, I apologize if you do. But uh, wow, what a story! And they even have like some features about the writers and how they sit and write the scripts. It's fascinating. Okay. So, with Kurt... Well, that, we're doing some of the weirdest stuff. <laughs> all because things we're accustomed to doing routinely yep. are not available. And it's, it's forced us to go back to the basics, you know, and... <laughs> Raunchy television. Right? Well, not, <laughs> not... I wouldn't include that, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But you might, but I wouldn't. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, it, it just goes back, you know, to doing things around the home more, family time more, you know, play with the dog, the, the pets more, oh, things like that. What would I do without hope in forward? And that's what I've been mentioning on Pet of the Week. What a better time than now to adopt a dog. You get to know the dog. The dog gets to know you, your family. The kids have a four-legged playmate, you know. Six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, are they cute. The number of people that put their name in. Oh, my. What a great story. Hundreds. They said they had, the dog shelter, that is, said they had an overwhelming response to that. So I wish they would do that. I wish every dog there would have a response like that. Well. uh, No, I can... Both of our dogs came about in that. Yeah. Fully, specifically like that. Yeah. Hope was um, uh, struck by a car, and the friends of the shelter got involved and saw her through a lot of surgeries. And then after uh, Mike and Tina, Mike, Mike Harrington and Tina Scott, fostered her back to health after the surgeries then we learned of her and adopted her and she is cool too that's what i've told people about when i do the pet of the week about these dogs did not land there by their own choice right so they could turn out to be just as great of a pet you may already have and it's proven in your situation with your dogs how wonderful they are Yeah, and you know, like you said, you just love them to pieces, right? What and, would you and do? I tell you what, what's cool, like uh, if Shelly down at Friendly Paws is holding, she hasn't been able to do recently, but holding some sort of little public weekend. Right. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll go over there, and if Tina Scott is there, you should see Hope light up. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the the couple that fostered her yeah that's pretty cool yeah. I, that's cool when she has those uh doggy ice cream days there for the doggy and, treats and that's, that's exactly what the last event was yeah was yeah those are okay. cool so anyway There's again with the stay at home you know think about adopting a dog you know and they they just give you so much happiness as you know you've explained more than a few times like that too and i thought about what if i could get joey burrow to do something to promote the dog shelter well, too but uh I, I tell you what he's so busy i know that i'm just saying that in jest but uh, he if i asked him he would he would do it so would you um, maybe you have more influence than i do i i had a um yeah you want to get jimmy and robin on here yes yeah okay hey speaking of joe the bengals just released their quarterback from last two, three, year, four years, which clears the way for Joe to be the starter in Cincinnati. Isn't that kind of a duh? No, because, no, because they were talking about keeping Andy Dalton there to kind of help Joe along to learn the ropes. But uh, that's typically what happens when they draft it. Any team that drafts a rookie quarterback, they don't throw him into the fire right away. 
You know, they let them get seasoned for a year or two, un- unless a team thinks they're ready. But uh, Joe's cleared the way now to be the starter in Cincinnati. I am so happy for him, and I've read too, and I'll be quick, that Joe has been studying the Bengals' playbook, and they the reports are coming out that he is so far ahead of understanding the Bengals' playbook than anybody they've had at this point. So, way to go, Joe. Until he retired, yeah. Well, he only retired in the last eight months, right? Well, it was a year ago, okay. so so he could watch ago. over a year ago, so he could watch Joe play this year. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. The, the background that Joe has grown up with, I'm not the least bit surprised. Same here. He's been studying all this stuff. I'm not at all a bit surprised. Joe's a bright kid, too, and he'll pick up stuff very quickly. This show has certainly gone differently than I yep, have Yep, it, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. We're squirreling. I have, um, <laughs> I have brought in a report regarding uh, states with the biggest increases in unemployment due to this coronavirus. I don't want to go there. Not now. Okay. We, we only have eight minutes left. All right. I brought in some other stories that I thought were of interest, but I'm not going to go there either. Yeah, it's a free-for-all. Now, one thing that if anybody that's been in my office, it's not a very glamorous place. But all about my walls, I have, over the years, collected different quotes And I, as I learn of one that I particularly like or means something special to me, I will print it and then tape it to the wall. And um, so look here, Scott. All <laughs> of these are quotes that I have not yet put up on the wall. Mercy. But that mean a lot to me. So I thought I might share a few of them. But with now seven minutes left, I think we ought to do something more entertaining. Like we haven't already. (laughs) So a person that you will know Scott, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. Okay. Sent me some one-liners. <laughs> okay. And, and each one of these takes a just a moment of thinking. But let's see, let's see how these go. And I think this is a good way to end the week. Okay, now, I don't know what day is actually this title, but just think of the concept. Tomorrow is National Homeschool Tornado Drill. Lock the kids, lock your kids in the basement until you give an all clear. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, poor kids. so bored I called Jake from State Farm just to talk to someone. He asked me what I was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Are you wearing khakis? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, 2019, stay away from negative people. 2020, stay away from positive people. COVID. Yeah. Not funny, but, you know, appropriate. The world is turned upside down. Old folks are sneaking out of the house and their kids are yelling at them to stay indoors. Yeah. 
is tr interesting how that changes. You think it's bad now? In 20 years, our country will be run by people homeschooled by day drinkers. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> oh, has done what no woman had been able to do, that is to say cancel all sports, shut down all bars, and keep men at home. Mm-hmm. I had heard that one somewhere. Yeah. See, more one-liners. Do not call the police on suspicious people in your neighborhood. Those are your neighbors without makeup and hair extensions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said... You know, uh, I love my neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I love it even more right now because everybody is out walking and, you know, you see the youngsters and there's bike, kids on the bikes far more than ever. Yeah. Uh, it's really kind of cool. See, you can do that without raunchy TV. You can get out and see your neighbors. You know, I, I started this raunchy TV. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's see here. Since we can't eat out, now's the perfect time to eat better, get fit, and stay healthy. We're quarantined. <laughs> Who are we trying to impress? We have snacks, we have sweatpants, and I say use them. Yeah, that's right. I said a couple weeks ago, you know, in a few weeks we'll see every, the color of everyone's hair with the closing of salons and barbershops. You know what I've gotten into in the last week or two? Peanut brittle. Oh, yeah. I, I have gained some weight. And I, you know, summer's here. We're very close and it'll disappear. But this winter, I have gained some weight. And I'm going to work on it. But well, that's this, good. This peanut brittle thing isn't helping right now. Yeah, it's, it's, once you get going on something like that, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm like that with Rolos now. <laughs> chocolate, little chocolate candies with caramel in them. Mm. Oh, they are good. Yeah. Too good. I have to tell myself, step away from the Rolos. Okay, three minutes <laughs> remaining, folks. You get to hear a few more. Day seven at home, and the dog is looking at me like, see, this is why I chew the furniture. <laughs> yep. Um. Two places in the house where Foley has chewed. <laughs> he doesn't anymore, but when he first arrived with us, he did. And, uh, anyway. Let's see. Does anyone know if we can take showers yet, or should we just keep washing our hands? <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, uh, here we go, another. I never thought the comment, I wouldn't touch him or her with a six-foot pole, would become a national policy, but here we are. <laughs> that was good. Okay, here's uh, one of these electronic gadgets. Me saying, Alexa, what's the matter? I'm sorry. Alexa, what's the weather this weekend? Alexa says, it doesn't matter. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, can everyone please just follow the government instructions so we can knock out this coronavirus and be done? I feel like the kindergartner who keeps losing more recess time because one or two kids can't follow directions. Hmm. Logical. I swear I heard my fridge just say, what the hell do you want now? <laughs> we... <laughs> Rolos and peanut brittle. That's what we want. <laughs> when this is over, what meeting do I attend first? Weight Watchers or AA? Oh, my. We're out of time, folks. Uh, have a safe weekend, please. 
In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I'm Peter King in Orlando. I was pulling away, and he pulled back, and he said, Come on, man, I heard you liked me. Tower Reed in March on tomorrow. This is Wendy Gillette. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden strongly denies he sexually assaulted his former staffer, Tara Reid, when he was a senator in 1993. It is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. Biden spoke for the first time about the allegation on MSNBC's Morning Joe after weeks of silence. In every case, the truth is what matters. And in this case, the truth is the claims are false. Biden also released a written statement. The pandemic. can begin dine-in services today, operating at 25% capacity. We just got to make sure whoever needs to work the most is working the most at the moment. Chuck Gannam owns two House of Pies restaurants in the Houston area and employs 130 people. He says while they're ecstatic to come back, they're also being flexible. We're all happy that we're going to be back together, you know, but we just have to take as many precautions to make sure that Everybody stays healthy as much as possible. Louisiana, Ohio, and Michigan have extended their stay-at-home orders. CBS's Adriana Diaz in Detroit. The governor's goal is to test at least 14,000 people a day. Right now, they're doing roughly half that. The epicenter is the Detroit area, which accounts for more than 70% of the state's cases, and disproportionately,